You're listening to the CX Pod from T-Tech and the Customer Strategist Journal. Hi, welcome to the CX Pod. I'm Judith Aquino. Today, we'll be talking about what it takes to deliver a great customer experience. Joining me in this discussion is Stephanie Fennell, a customer service representative at WebMD Health Services. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Um, Hi, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Sure. So first, congratulations on being named a finalist to the ICMI Movers and Shakers list. I hope you win. Thank you. That it, it was wonderful. Just the nomination was good. That, that's a winner for me. <laughs> Great. And so since you obviously know a thing or two about customer support, can you tell me how do you define a great customer experience? Okay, so for us at WebMD, excellent customer service experience means total customer satisfaction. Well, we strive to answer all of our customers' calls quickly, and um, our average um, speed is about 30 seconds or less. Our goal on every call or email is a first contact resolution, if it's possible, Um, We actively listen to their issues to ensure we understand how best to assist them. Uh, We make the customer feel comfortable by using our soft skills. And um, we then answer their questions with confidence. If we're not able to answer their call on that first contact, then we uh, set up a uh, research with our internal department and we stay in contact with our member until we get it resolved. What would you say is um, critical to be able to provide that kind of seamless support? Is it equal parts like training and having the right technology? Yes, you're absolutely correct. And um, I think more of the training more so. um, And we do have ongoing training as things change or um, we run into issues with our clients that need to be addressed. So we definitely keep an ongoing training to keep us abreast of uh, new situations and things. And the technology, I have to admit, it does help too. Right. And um, which channels are you supporting? Uh, for me, um, we support, well, for me personally, we use calls, voicemail, uh, and email. How does that work when you realize that there might be a new issue or something to improve the customer experience? How, how does that get put into the system? Oh, okay. Well, it actually um, happens more often than you may think. Like right now, we have um, some of our members are participating in challenges where they can compete against each other with their steps. So sometimes if there is um, an issue with the our uh, system and it may cause um, like a glitch and maybe some of their steps don't show up or they have problems, the members start reporting this to us and we research to resolve that. And um, so that that's how we normally find out about issues. Sometimes um, the corporation that we represent they may bring something to our attention or they may want to make a change based on what they initially wanted us to do for them for their program. All right. And so what 
do you find most challenging about being a customer service representative? Oh, boy. I knew you were going to do Okay. So for me, the most difficult thing is pushing myself to be efficient, uh, as efficient as I can while still being effective. I have um, difficulty putting quantity over quality. So sometimes I struggle with my handle time. Um, soft skills are one of the most important parts of customer service. And I feel like this is my this is a strength for me. However, sometimes this can lead to me seeming too helpful and the customers always feel comfortable, comfortable with me. So that can kind of slow down my uh, handle time, too, because they since they you know like me and they feel comfortable, they continue to ask question after question. And it just kind of escalates that time on the phone with them. But I don't mind because I really enjoy speaking with their customers. That's great. And, and then so from the back end, like, does that mean... Do you have to justify like maybe why your average handle time is longer than others? Or is that something that WebMD is uh, expect might happen? Um, they do expect it, unlike some other companies I work for, where they would penalize you for that. And um, WebMD, they're, really, they're a good company to work for. They take into an account what we're doing for our um, customers uh, they listen to our calls, and they can pretty much tell, at least for me or with me, that um, my handle time is longer because I'm, you know, helping the member as much as I can. I always look at it as if, like, what type of help would I want to get when I call a corporation for assistance? How would I want them to help me? What's the best approach, and what do I need to do so that they just don't feel like a number? And if mm-hmm. I just want to get them off the phone, because I have had that experience and I don't want our members to get that experience. Right. And how long have you been with WebMD? Oh, my. Um, over four years. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, it's five years, five years, because I'm going to get one of those little medals. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> so has your role evolved since you started at WebMD? Oh, boy. Yeah, it's really evolved since I've been here. Um, So let me see. So I was hired in 2014. And at that time, they initially hired me only to complete telephonic health assessments for our end users. And I was a part-time contractor. After three days, they decided to make me a full-time contractor. And then WebMD asked me to start taking inbound customer service calls about three weeks after I started working for them. I also continued to um, do like the, so although they hired me for the telephonic assessments, I still do those. I still do the inbound calls. I still do the emails, all of that stuff. (laughs) Uh, And then I was finally hired by WebMD permanently after nine months. The rest of that's history, of course. And I just enjoy my job. <laughs> well, it definitely comes across that way. And that's great. Um, have In terms of customer expectations, have you seen any changes? Are customers expecting responses even faster than just a couple of years ago? Or are they using more uh, a wider mix of channels to reach out? Um. No, their expectation as far as how fast we respond, that hasn't changed. And it may be because um, our turnaround time 
is like two days. So if you're researching anything, it's two days. So um, they're pretty satisfied with that. What would you say is something that the average person wouldn't uh, expect to happen at a contact center? Or That's a good question. Let me think for a second. Um, oh, okay. This, this is something that I enjoy. <laughs> but uh, we have a lot of, um, one of our clients has a lot of elderly members that a lot of them are like, some of them are like in their 70s up to like their 90s. And so um, although we were supposed to be just helping them with their uh, accounts, um, some of the people I can sense they're really calling because they want someone to talk to. So <laughs> I don't know mm. if you expect that, but we do tend to um, speak with them. And then we listen to some of their personal concerns that a lot of times don't even have anything to do with their health insurance. But it makes them happy and they have their um, verbal contact with another adult during the day. So that's a good thing. Well, that's really interesting that in a way you're um, almost uh, a therapist for some people. <laughs> I, I feel like it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Would you say that's also what's um, most rewarding about your job or Actually, would it be that something is one else? Of the things that's most rewarding because I really enjoy talking to the retired people. Um, they are so appreciative of assistance and they're, they thank you more so than a lot of the young people. Um, and I really enjoy that. That's one of the highlights of my uh, job. Great. And so what advice um, do you have for other managers or companies on how to keep agents like yourself engaged and performing at high levels? Well, I guess they need to have supervisors like mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's very few corporations that I've worked for that uh, I've had a supervisor that actually keeps track of me and what I'm doing, not in a sense where she is interfering or meddling, but let's say it comes time for a review or something. Somehow she knows more about what I did than I did. So she'll have, (laughs) she'll have all these plus and wonderful things listed. I'm like, wow, she noticed that. So she always notices um, the things I do good Of course, if there's some things I don't do so well, she notices that. And it makes me uh, feel like the company cares about me as an individual and I'm just not a body in a chair, um, you know, collecting a paycheck. So they really do care about me. And by them feeling that way about me, I also feel that way about our members. I want them to feel special like that as well. So I think that goes a long way. When you say um, your um, supervisor notices the things you do, does that mean uh, because she's listening to recordings of all of your customer interactions or is it from her being just really observant? Both. So she does listen to some of my recordings um, I'm trying to think of how she found out some of the other things. Because um, <laughs> I was really shocked when I saw the review. I'm like, you noticed that? Um, she, yeah, so some recordings, uh, some things she may hear from other employees. Um, and it's just amazing. I, I haven't had a supervisor that observant before. So 
I almost want to answer myself, how do you know all these things I do? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it really sounds like there are so many factors that have to fall in line to deliver a great customer experience. Right. We have a lot of teamwork going on, too. So we try to reach our monthly objectives together as a team. And so we're always kept abreast of uh, what we're doing Uh, if we're meeting our goals, and they don't wait until we fail or to the end of the month. Like every week we get an update. So it it works a lot better like that. They always stay on top of if we're making our follow-up calls with our members, if we are doing research for them. Uh, And also for people like me with those long call times, like five minutes, (laughs) and it should be five minutes for the whole call. Sometimes my total with my notes and all that might go into seven but they keep us abreast of all of that on a weekly basis. And they also work with us to try to find out, for instance, Stephanie, what do you think would help you improve this area? Or they maybe listen to my calls and say, you might want to try this method or that method. And it's pretty effective. Right. And can you give me a quick example of, was there um, a suggestion you made that helped improve the customer experience? Ooh, that's a good question. Suggestion I made. Hmm. Well, my, instead of like a suggestion, I like fight for the underdog. And I'll give you an example. Let's say for instance, um, we did, you have a member has completed something and the website, we have a website portal for each of our clients, and it indicates things they're supposed to do to complete. Well, if the information is not listed effectively on the website and the member says, well, it didn't say that, and I look to see what she's saying, and it really doesn't say that, then instead of just going along with it and say, well, you're just not going to get those points, I will go ahead and research and, con- and get in contact with the client program manager and say, you know, what is it we can do to help this member? Because they were in good faith following all the guidelines, doing everything that they were told, but they didn't meet it because a little of the information just wasn't there. And so sometimes when I do that, uh, I'm honored with getting the person the credit that they so deserve. Wow. So being a customer advocate. Right. Well, thank you so much for telling me about what it's like at the front lines. Oh, yeah, definitely. To learn more about bringing humanity to business, come see us at ttech.com or subscribe to our journal at customerstrategistjournal.com. Thanks. See you next time.